Hey. Hello and welcome to our AA meeting. Oh, honestly, considering drinking alcohol right now. I'm so serious. It's I think I can make margaritas. Okay, let's do it because <laughs> with the way today is going, we need it. So. Oh. Oh no. We're we're producing this episode without <sighs> our right Yeah, we man. need to we actually need to preface that. So, we're really sorry if this is awful. <laughs> let's he, see. Um, we we don't know where he is. Uh so Jan, if you're listening, please come back to us. <laughs> um it's been a day. Yeah. We are. It is currently <laughs> No, don't tell them. 3 p.m. Eastern so, time. But it's 5 o'clock somewhere. And we are drinking margaritas <laughs> and starting this episode having no game plan. No. Um, I literally came up with something just five seconds ago. It's been... A, a, we were supposed to record this a different day and it's kind of complicated, but... Mm-hmm. We're kind of in a weird mental state right now, so this will be very interesting. This is going to be really good or really bad or just or nothing. Just like, it's nothing. just going to be like, you're going to stop listening halfway. But or you're going to listen and just be like, what is wrong with them? <laughs> but just in case you don't make it through the rest of this, um, just want to say, email us at shotofcrime at gmail.com. If you've seen Jan anywhere please tell us we miss him <laughs> roaming around cancun uh let him know we need him back yeah please. he's all good he's just working and this is the only time we could do this so that's way less interesting yeah maybe if we actually say he's missing people will like listen and then they'll email us and be like yeah. oh my gosh we'll help <laughs> yeah we'll send we'll send you pictures of him if you email us and you can no, look for him that's <laughs> horrible. we'll send you pictures his social security number oh. Okay, so um, we've done this before, but I have a different quiz for you from BuzzFeed today. Are you so excited? I'm terrified. <laughs> I found this one like two seconds, so if it sucks, sorry. But the title of is the title of it is everyone has a final girl that matches their personality. Here's yours. A final girl. Yeah. So like it's under it says you'll definitely survive, but who would you be? So like you're the final girl in the movie. Oh, I'm survives. like the main character. But like, what kind will you be? Okay. So interesting. First question. Starting simply, do you like scary movies? Well, here's the options, not just a yes or no. Yes, horror is my favorite genre. They've never, but they're never my first choice, but I'll watch. No, thank you. I hate scary movies, and honestly, I don't know why I'm taking this quiz. I only watch them when I'm forced to, and sure, they're fine. I think sure. Sure, they're fine. Like, I like them. I, they're not my favorite, though. Um, but da, 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 that's not... Okay. Which iconic horror movie killer do you think you'd have the best chance of defeating? Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Ghostface. You know who goes... That's mm. like the scream mask thing. Uh, Jason or Leatherface? I don't know who Leatherface is. There's a picture. I don't know if you recognize mm-hmm. it. Oh, Bottom left. Um, I've never heard of. I think Ghostface because I remember when I watched that, thinking everyone was really stupid that got got yeah, killed by him. I, it's like an. I feel like it's a one that's like, I don't know. It can be like. I mean, I feel like meme, I, kind of. I'm like what? prideful in this, where I feel like I could probably <laughs> <laughs> do all of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question: Your parents are out of town, leaving you home alone. You're, you live with your parents right now. <laughs> okay. They've specifically asked you not to invite anyone over, but your house is creepy when you're alone. Which of the following would you do? 
Invite no one over. I'm a rule follower. That'd be me. Only invite my best friend. My parents would understand. Invite my significant other just for the cuddles. Screw that. I'm inviting everyone I know for a house party. Mm -hmm. Invite a few of my close buddies for a chill movie night. Invite no one because that that's because I have my pets for company. Oh, uh, I'm going to do chill movie night. So invite a few of my close buddies mm-hmm. for a chill movie night. Okay. Uh, which of the following horror movie posters gives you the worst case of the creep, creepily e I'll show you them, Ew. but I'll just say it out loud for who's listening. Okay. Rosemary's Baby, mm-hmm. Saw, mm-hmm. Dead Alive, Alice, Sweet Alice, Poltergeist, and Hellraiser. So those are so you're going based off the pictures, which one's like the creepiest to you? Do, 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 I'd probably do. say Alice, sweet Alice. Alice, sweet Alice. Ooh, yeah, that is creepy. You guys can look look it up. It's just like the movie posters if you want to see what it looks like. All right. Uh, which horror movie trope always annoys you the most? Mm. Ooh, I'm interested in your answer. When one idiot suggests that everyone split up. <laughs> I hate that one. I feel like all of these are going to bother me. There's so many things where you're just like, why? Oh my gosh, I love that one. When characters run up the stairs instead of out of the front yes, door. I hate that. <laughs> these are so annoying already. When characters trip over thin air, which we've yeah. talked about in one of the episodes. That it seems like a stupid thing, but like when you're really scared. Yeah, I'll give a pass to that one. It is frustrating to watch, but I could see that happening because your legs, I mean, in my situation in the past, your legs kind of go out from under you. Yeah. So it is reasonable to think that might happen. So that's not your option. No. Uh, when only the virgin survives to the end. I didn't know that was like a tr- typical trope. I mean, it is, I think, an older scary movie. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, like, the like the girl next door. Quiet innocent. version. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, whatever. About when people continue to live in an obviously haunted house. Um. Yeah, I feel like you would do that, though. No, no, no. I mean, it is kind of stupid once it reaches. I understand the beginning, like trying to make it work. And then it reaches a point where you're like, why where, like, are you still really here? Really bad things happen and you just stay there. It's not the most annoying thing to me, but yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, when characters answer strange phone calls. Uh, I mean, I don't understand that just because my crippling anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would hang up immediately. Um I, I feel would like do the first two the f- are the most annoying. The the first one, because I, <laughs> I just don't understand the logic of it. <laughs> don't get it either. Because also the second one, yes, it's so annoying. But I feel like maybe if the door is blocked, if you're or like something. if you're in that state of mind, like I mm-hmm. could see it's a stretch, but I could see just going the wrong direction. Um, but splitting up is just. Yeah, I don't understand it. Less odds that I'm going to get away and you're going to choose someone that I'm with (laughs) instead. Yeah, I don't understand any reason why you'd split Mm -hmm. up. Like, I don't get any pros from that. Unless you're like one of those movies where you're working with the the villain. Oh, yeah, exactly. Then Then that makes sense. Yeah, let's split up. But usually I feel like it's not that. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question. Uh, Which song would be your badass anthem? Rebel Girl. By Bikini Kill. I've never heard of that. Flawless by Beyonce. Hit Me With Your Best Shot by oh, like Pat Benatar. Mm-hmm. Paper Planes by MIA. No. Misery Business by Paramore. Or Motivation by Nor- Normani. Um. Hit Me With Your Best Shot. 
Okay, I feel like I have heard the first... I'm so sorry. Rebel Girl? Yes. I feel like I like that song, and that's probably the most... Bikini Kill. I've never even heard of them. Rebel Girl, Bikini Kill. And I can't, for some reason... Oh, I do know that. I do know Motivation. I thought I didn't know that. I really like Misery Business. I do, too. That's my second choice, but I'm kind of playing this to see if this... I mean, this is probably the thing I've thought about the most is like the soundtrack to movies and like how important yeah. that is. Interesting, interesting. Is it playing? I don't know. I can't hear anything. Oh, there it is. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> you know heck that song? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my that choice. That one? <laughs> heck yeah. Okay. Cherry Bomb would be my second, but that's not on the list. <laughs> Okay, and finally, let's be real for a second. What's the most realistic reason you'd die if you were in a horror film? I'd die heroically saving a dog, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'd trip while running or do something equally clumsy. Uh, I'd end up having sex and get distracted. (laughs) I'd go out for food when I'm supposed to be hiding. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, girls gotta eat. (laughs) I'd fall asleep when I'm supposed to be the lookout. No. Uh, I would never get killed. And honestly, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I want to say I'd be a hero, but (laughs) I'm going to go with the last one. (laughs) All right. So you got. okay. so they give you a specific girl, but then they also give you like a description on who she is. So I don't know who this is, but maybe you do. You got Aaron from your next. Yeah. Uh, You're the type of person that others look to for leadership when times get tough. You're a quick thinker with a take no prisoners vibe about you who will who will leave none alive. In short, you're a hardcore badass. <laughs> none alive. Let me see. Is there a picture? Of yeah, it? it's like I think that's I'm assuming that's her at the end. I've I don't think I've ever watched that movie though. I feel like I have, but I really don't recognize her. I like it though. I mean that's a good stroke of my ego. <laughs> but all right, I'm gonna <laughs> refresh the page and I'm gonna do, do it, to it for me. you. Because I have a feeling we're going to be complete opposites. Oh, I agree. <laughs> and first of all, this whole thing is about who would the girl that ends last, and that would not be me. I would die first. So that's already a contradiction <laughs> in itself. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Okay. Do you like scary movies? <laughs> yes. Horror is my favorite genre. Sure, they're fine. They're never my first choice, but I'll watch. I only watch them when I'm forced to. No, thank you. I hate scary movies. And honestly, I don't know why I'm taking this quiz. Okay. I would say that one, but honestly, I'm only, it's only when I'm forced to. Forced to. That's because I I feel like you guys, like my friends really like horror movies and anytime I ever watch it, it's because of them. Okay. Which one would you have the best chance of defeating? Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason, (laughs) Jason. I don't know how to pronounce this. <laughs> for somebody's yeah, gonna I yell at me for that. Him. I don't even know he had a ghost face or leather face. I think I I would agree with you and say ghost face because I also think they they uh, that one looks sillier than the rest. You know what I mean? Like the other ones look really creepy, and mm-hmm. I think ghost face has been turned into a joke for so long that I would I wouldn't be as okay. Are scared. you gonna stand with your? You would invite no one over if your parents were gone. That's the next question. Uh, no, actually I technically wouldn't because if I'm scared, yeah, I'd probably do the, like invite one best friend over. My parents would understand. Okay. Got it. I, I don't think I'd invite like multiple Which mo- movie poster gives you the worst case of oh, the yeah. creep? I can't say the rest of that. <laughs> Creepily evil. Um, I would say 
poltergeist only because it creeps me out when they I think put that's little the kids in like <laughs> I also am like I hate that movie like I hate that movie so much so I think I'm, that's kind of biased me. but okay which horror movie trope always annoys you oh split I would, up split up for falling sure. up the stairs okay yeah split up for sure it was that well, one so far one? okay um and then you misery business would be your song yeah okay. I really like that one that's a good one Finally, let's be real for a second. What's the most realistic reason you'd die if you were in a horror film? Heroically, heroically going out for food when you're supposed to be hiding, (laughs) trip while running or something clumsy, fall asleep when you're supposed to be looking out, have sex and get distracted, or you would never get killed. I I think I I think the trip thing. Like I think I would be something clumsy (laughs) because I wouldn't be like in the right state of mind. I'd kind of be freaking out. Okay, yours is Nancy Thompson from what? A Nightmare on Elm Street. I never watched that, obviously. What does it okay, say? Okay, it says you're a true survivor through and through. <laughs> Jokes. You're uh, you are prepared to handle anything life throws at you, whether it be dream or reality. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, this is not the quiz for me because I wouldn't even fall into this category. Well, the questions are aimed at like someone like they're going to find a survivor for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So interesting. There should have just been a, I don't know why I'm taking this quiz on each, each question (laughs) just ends with why are you taking this quiz? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that was our intro. Hope you guys like the quiz. Go take it and tell us your response by emailing us at shout of crime at gmail.com. Shout of crime at gmail.com. Yeah. I feel like we're like an (laughs) ad at this point. We so, would love to hear from you. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was listening to the radio one mm-hmm. random morning. That's really random. Really I early. Listening to the radio. I do too, but I my phone was dead. And I didn't have another choice. So I put on our local radio station and they played two songs at once. And it wasn't like one of those remix things where... Like it was an accident? Yeah, they didn't go together at oh, all. Oh, no. It was like the... Um, I forget what songs it was, but it was a slow song and then like kind of like an upbeat song and their tempos and like progression, like it was really off oh, and yikes. it played the entire way through. And I was like, if I had my phone, I would call in and be like, hey guys, you're playing two different songs. Oh, are you sure you weren't on a channel where it's like, no, it was, it was like a common. Oh, that's yeah. weird. And then they played one of the two songs next. So it was definitely something where it was supposed to be. Oh, no. That person could get fired. (laughs) It's a new guy. um, So maybe he just doesn't know how to work it. But that was an interesting thing that happened. I was like, I didn't even know. I'm surprised you listened to the whole thing. I had no choice. I literally sat there and then I was curious. I was like, I wonder if they're going to stop this and be like, oh, sorry. But it went the whole way through. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if you're if you did it, like, wouldn't you notice that you. Yeah, nobody caught it. And somebody might have gotten fired from it. I don't know. But I realized that is a better form of torture than even just playing the same song over and over. It's playing two songs that don't mesh well. Yeah. So if you're holding someone's hostage, it's a good tip for you. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, no, it was it was awful. Yikes. All right. Well, uh, if you didn't listen to our last episode, we're transitioning to one person being the storyteller per episode. Mm-hmm. So it's my turn this time. And yep. I actually have two like really short. One of them is a story. The other one's like like lore, like f- lore. And like I didn't write it, so it's... It's like 
written in like like you're reading from a storybook kind of thing. Right. So I'm just going to read that one to you and then I want to see what your thoughts are. Cool. Um, I won't tell you my thoughts until after. So You'd, oh, interesting. Oh, my phone was upside down. <laughs> Refrain <laughs> from talking about your thoughts until after. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so where am I? I'm so not prepared for this. It's okay. We're just going with it. All right. So, uh, sorry. This is, this is this what happens when we don't have a so producer. Good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna listen to this and be like, "What the heck?" So yeah, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I finally got my story, well. though. Okay, cool. There's been a couple breaks. If you haven't noticed yet, then there were the best editors ever in the world. But you probably have noticed the breaks. There's been no breaks. This has been so smooth. <laughs> it's just been a smooth yes. one take. Uh, oh okay, gosh. so here's my story. I'm ready. They arrived in 1728. Ooh, mystery. <laughs> the poor... <laughs> That's it. That's my story. <laughs> Ooh, miss. She a mystery girl. <laughs> um, 17, what'd you say? 28. 28. What was going on? So going on? Uh, I don't know. 1728. <laughs> Did that much research. <laughs> we can look it up after. You know what? We're going to be our own fact checkers this time. We'll yeah. get back to you at the end of the episode with... No, with that. But what Jan does that I love is he'll pull something that doesn't relate to the story <laughs> and be like some <laughs> random tidbit. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Will. Okay. That's very much his personality too. Okay, I have. You have something already? I don't know what happened in 728. Yeah, I just literally Googled the year. Well, I can, um, what I can do is give me a month. A month? I don't know. I don't have a month. Just say a month. February. Okay. And then birthdays, deaths, or events. Events. I feel like that's a okay. The best way to gauge what's going on. Okay, I have a random thing. All right, you want to say right now or at the end? Oh, I'll just say it at the end. Okay. So they arrived in 1728. The port of New Orleans bustled with activity the shouting of men the stamping hooves of the horses the scraping of boxes as the ships were unloaded for the group of young women aboard the ship la nouvelle orleans was a taste of the forbidden of the unknown Ooh. Ooh. the women were ushered down the wooden plank onto the soiled ground to their chest they each clutched a coffin-shaped ca- cassette or small chest that held all of their belongings after nearly six months traversing the rough waters of the Atlantic Ocean, the young women were eager to make their arrival, eager and perhaps also a bit nervous about their welcome. Handpicked by the Bishop of Quebec on the order of the French king, the young women were all of the appropriate age and background. On their agenda was only one thing, to make a good match and marry one of the French colonists inhabiting the budding Louisiana colony. Hmm. So they were ordered by the king at the time to come to New Orleans just to marry them because they didn't have enough women. So they oh. literally were shipped for the purpose of mail order brides. Yeah. Upon the side of them, however, rumors began to circulate throughout the town. Pale, the Frenchmen all muttered to themselves as they spotted the women meant to become their brides. So very pale were the girls that their skin reddened and blistered with moments of enduring the hot subtropical sun. Clutching their casket-shaped chests in tight grips, the young women 
filets a la cassette, as they became known, were brought to their new home. Until their respective marriages, they were to remain under the care and the protection of the Ursuline nuns. The fate of the filets a la cassette was not as well as expected. The local men in the Vucare... Right, yep. I wish I knew French. Sounds great. <laughs> ...gravely disrespected the women. Oh. Some were placed into unwanted marriages only to be mistreated by their husbands. Yeah, others, I saw that coming. <laughs> others, upon finding themselves alone and unwed, were forced into prostitution. Mm-hmm. The French king had had enough. He demanded the girls return to France. The sisters of the Ursuline convent then took, this ca- took the casket-shaped chests that once carried everything the girls had owned and climbed the steps to the third floor of the convent at 112 Rue Chartreuse. Up until this time, the windows and door to the third floor had always been sealed shut, and they remained so at that time as well. But a short time later, when the nuns returned to the third floor, they found that the chests, they were completely empty. They spared no section of the third floor during their search. Search through the belongings were never covered, though their belongings were never recovered. Fearing that the young women might have been something other than what they said they were, the Ursuline nuns spared no Ooh. expense in making sure that nothing ever left that third floor space. The doors were bolted shut. The nails to the windows were blessed by the Pope himself and locked in place. Yeah, that's Appar- like my house. <laughs> Apparently, the Pope blessed every individual nail, and there was 8,000 nails. I, that's something I would be like, yes, I will absolutely do that. And be like, you're blessed, you're blessed, and then, like skip like half of them. And then be like, you're good. Bless times 100. Okay, there's 50 right there. I'm going to estimate that that yes. box right there is about absolutely. 250. Uh, the whispering began anew, but this time they added one more word, vampire. Ooh. In 1978, two, so 1978, way after this, two paranormal investigators seeking answers to whether the girls had in fact been vampires camped out directly in front of the old Ursuline convent. They'd been previously kicked off the property itself for loitering, but they decided to stay the night and see if they experienced anything right outside the walls themselves. The hours passed tickling, trickling by tickling. Oh no. (laughs) Not tickling. Ow. Scary. The hours passed trickling by minute by minute. Slow, slow was it that sleep overtook them. And in their slumber, they failed to notice the third floor shutters, the same ones which had been locked shut by the blessed nails, open and shut, open and shut. Because they weren't fully blessed. (laughs) The recording cameras whirled to a stop as the scene faded to black. The next morning, the bodies of the investigators were found. Their bodies had been torn open, ravaged as if by the claws of the animal. Their bodies drained of blood. And that's the last that we heard about it. And to this day, this building, the Ursuline Convent, is still there and it's like when you go on like a ghost city tour kind of thing they take you by it and you can see the shutters are all like nailed shut and people will say if you go at a certain time at night they'll open like even though they were nailed shut so this is like one of those stories that people are like yeah. is this like just a silly ghost that's story somewhere or? i would go because that's fun that's like and yeah. I would go and I'd be like... But you can't go inside. I would go to each window and be like, you're not blessed. <laughs> you can't go inside. And t- so it's the building and there's like a huge, like, not a gate. It's like a wall around it. And you can really only see the third, like, floor from it. So people can only see the windows, really. But it, you can't really, like, get onto the property. But, yeah, some people say that the nails, the the, the shutters were uh, shut by, like, the, this whole 
thing that they're saying. But some people also say, oh, that's a recent thing. The people that don't believe in it say, oh, that's a recent thing for like hurricanes and stuff. They like shut it like so the hurricanes wouldn't damage the, the building. Who are these people you speak of? I don't know. I just saw it online. <laughs> like, it, it's so funny. Like, different articles was like, yeah, this is so spooky and creepy, and they are definitely vampires. And then some are like, yeah, this is all just, like, stupid, and it's just really, like, a like a touristy thing. But people said that these girls purposely came here to, like, bring vampires to the city of New Orleans. Because apparently vampires are, like, a huge thing in New Orleans. And they say that's how it started. But yeah, their suitcases looked like little caskets. Crazier things have happened. Very true. So do you believe it? Do I believe? I believe that they thought that of the girls and that they actually had the Pope come in. I believe he blessed some of the nails. <laughs> a box and of a probably set of was rolling his eyes at them. <laughs> and then I believe... That's the other thing, though. A lot of people said, like, there's no record of the Pope traveling there to do that. So, like, a lot of people were like, yeah, that didn't really happen. Okay, so somebody dressed like the Pope. What <laughs> were you doing on that day? Halloween. Okay, so Bella dressed like the Pope. In the 1700s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, went there. And mm-hmm. interesting. But they, I mean, I feel like anything strange happened and they were like, you're a witch. You're yeah, a that vampire. was definitely like the vibe. Uh, they, but I like, want to believe it. Even minimal things which were like so outlandish back then. Yeah. That it, I believe they, they believed that. Yeah. The that other I thing is there. though, like... That was in the 1700s, so it's definitely like, did it happen? Did not happen? But the investigators, that the paranormal investigators, actually mm-hmm. did die outside the building. So it's like, did someone murder them? Did this actually happen? It's like, how do you explain that? You know what I mean? I mean, if they were okay, like they were found outside. Yeah, I feel like that has to be murder. Yeah, right. <laughs> or is it the vampires? Well, that'd still be murder. Yes, but like, I'm thinking, is this like a random person that's like a normal person? Who just really wants people to believe yep. in vampires. Or do they have random animals in the streets of New Orleans that would have done that? Did you ever it, get into uh, vampires when that was like the craze? Yeah. There was like a show you after said show. that like you were so ashamed. <laughs> yeah. I love vampire shows. Twilight. And vamp- I actually loved Vampire Diaries. Yeah. I mean, it's like a love-hate thing with me. It's like... I enjoy it, but then I'm like hating the fact that I enjoy it, it the yeah, entire time. Yeah, it's like time. one of those for sure. But All right. Well, yeah, those were, those that was very vampires. intriguing. Are you ready I for my next visit. story? Yeah. Let's just go straight into it because we don't have the editing abilities that <laughs> <laughs> are very minimal. Honestly, it's just difficult for us. All right. All right. So this story is called Modern Mummy. Ooh. Ooh. In October of 2000, Pakistani authorities heard that a Karachi resident, I don't know where Karachi is, was, okay. was trying to sell a mummy on the black market for $11 million. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Who buy that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if it was legit, like. I guess I, I did just read about how, um, and I feel like I knew this, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, the ride Mm-hmm. is actual skeletons i'm sorry what yeah so if you From go through that who? they just bought them i'm sorry what <laughs> they bought actual skeletons from like humans yeah so they they bought them i don't know how they acquired them maybe like black market or something but they are what? actual human skeletons is that illegal i don't know but it was a long time ago 
Um, I mean, how long ago? It wasn't crazy. Oh. I mean, when was Disney World? <sighs> Jan, where are you? I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you guys at the end. But what the heck? That is so weird. Um. Like, yeah. But, like, what reason do you have? Like, these parks have so much money. You could have just made, like, really close fake ones. You they know? wanted it to be, like, really realistic. <laughs> That's crazy. That's terrifying. So, oh, okay, I gosh. Have, I have the info. That's crazy. Okay. So, yeah, this guy was was trying to sell mummy for $11 million. When the police in- interrogated the seller, he told them that he got the mummy from an Iranian man who supposedly found it after an earthquake, and the two agreed to sell it and split the profits. The seller eventually led them to where he was storing the mummy, a region that borders Iran and Afghanistan. Okay. Pakistani authorities brought the mummy to the National Museum in Karachi, where mu- museum officials inspected the remains and its sarcophagus. Museum officials announced that a mummy wrapped in an Egyptian style had been recovered Ooh. in a wooden sarcophagus with, oh, I don't know how to pronounce this, C-U-N-E-I-F-O-R-M, cuneiform? There's a word to, I, I, I know I'm saying it wrong because I, I saw a video about this and I just okay, can't remember how yeah, you pronounce I it. Yeah, I don't know. Yikes. With <laughs> that word, inscriptions, the written language of the ancient Persia. So that was just like a language. Right. And carvings of Ahura Mazda, a Zoroastrian. What? A Mazda? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so confused. Uh, I'm so ignorant. This this is a person, that that name. Okay, okay, okay. So in carvings of Ahura Mazda, a Zoroastrian deity. Is it deity or deity? Deity. Deity. The mummy had a golden crown, mask, and a breastplate that proclaimed... Quote, I am the daughter of the great king Xerxes. Xerxes. Mazarika, protect me. I am Rodugun. I am. Interesting. This meant that this mummified body potentially belonged to a Persian princess and was 2,600 years old. Which, that's kind of crazy if that's so crazy. And they did a lot of things back then to preserve the body. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why mummies are a thing. Right. But like, it's kind of kind of makes you wonder why we why we don't do that do that anymore. But I mean, do you, why would you need to preserve a body like that? I mean, um, like not important people, not you're necessarily. Saying? I just feel like it's kind of a respectful thing to. Uh, I get you. Um, not to like display them, but just to like take the measures to preserve the body in that mm-hmm. way and like wrap it in linens and mm-hmm. like yeah, it's probably so expensive to do that. I mean, funerals are expensive. Though. Yeah, but I'm sure to preserve a body like that is probably yeah. more expensive than just letting it decompose. Probably. Yikes. I just don't want to decompose. Oh, you want to get get a, what's it called? Have I not told you what I want? You should know this because you'll <laughs> probably be close by <laughs> my funeral. As if your husband wouldn't decide what you want. <laughs> no, but he he's probably going to be overwhelmed. I'll be overwhelmed too. Yeah, but the more, like, you know, Anyways, this is really sad. <laughs> I want to do the thing where they um, have you in a tree. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Like so cremated you, in a tree? You're not cremated. It's your actual body. And you, the tree, like basically you make the tree grow. It's like a pod. And it's really cool because it's... So you're it's, your fertilizer. Basically. <laughs> you, But you're not like adding to um, the volume being taken up. 
I get you. Buy a tree. In like a cemetery or whatever. Yeah. And you're like sustaining life. That's and so cool. you're kind of going back into the earth. I and get like you. getting oxygen and like. That's pretty cool. It's really heard cool. Of that. It's, um, Is that like a recent thing? Yeah. So I feel like it started in the 2000s. They started kind of experimenting with it and huh. it's, it's picked up some traction, but I don't think it's a huge thing in America, but I, I think it's really cool. Interesting. I also don't want an open casket. That's no, that's I don't want that my, either. If you want that, go for it, but it's not really it's not my, vibe. my thing. No. So um, there's that. <laughs> there's that. How do you want to be buried? <laughs> I don't think I've thought about it. Mm, well, is it weird that I have? <laughs> no, because you have like a very detailed like. You're like, oh, you saw this, and you're like, oh, this is cool. You know, I haven't really like seen anything like, or thought about it. Oh, another Disney thing, and this applies to this, is the Haunted Mansion, which I love. Apparently, if you turn on the lights, like there's human ashes everywhere. Why? Because people, there was like a trend where people were taking their loved ones and spreading their ashes. I have heard of this. Mm -hmm. I think you might have told me this. Maybe. But like, why? (laughs) Why there? Um, I don't know. Like, I think it's just like a, either like a funny thing or like a oh. silly thing or they, really they like think that, maybe right? like they'll make it actually haunted if they do that. I don't, oh. I don't understand the I logic. Think I would like and maybe, to. maybe people, it's people that love that ride. Yeah. Um, it's the only thing that I could possibly see, but like just doing it for funsies, it's like really weird. Yeah. You're not spreading all the ashes. It's just a little bit of that. That's so weird still. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of park stories. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so back to the Persian princess. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. The mummy of the Persian princess generated a lot of international interest because no remains of the Persian royal family had ever been found, and mummies oh. are not generally found in Iran. So this is would definitely have been like a, holy cow, big thing, which is why I was getting a lot of attention. At one point, the mummy caused diplomatic tensions between Iran and Pakistan because both countries claimed ownership. Yeah, I was going to say they're probably fighting over Oh, if yeah, I'd- if it's that important. But months later, after examination, examinations by experts in ancient Persian script, CT scans, chemical testing, and carbon dating, the mummy was not only declared a fraud, but there was also evidence that she may have been a modern murder victim. <gasps> yeah. Stop. So crazy. Scholars grew suspicious of the mummy's authenticity when experts in ancient... Oh, it's that one word, the language. I'm so sorry. In ancient... that language examined the mummy's breastplate and determined that someone quote not well familiar with iranian script end quote had carved the inscription which if you're faking this like you'd you'd think you'd do the research enough to like make it legit like not accidentally write it wrong but i feel like it's like when people get like tattoos in another language yeah. and they, they're told it says one yeah. thing and then it says like i love pizza yeah, or something literally so maybe they thought was, i don't think it was yeah i guess maybe they thought they did the right research and then they yeah. just messed up somehow it's probably one of those things like when you translate on google translate just directly yes. it doesn't it's not actually accurate because it's applying it to english exactly right the, the placement of words don't really make sense so right. i can see unless you knew that language like i could see you messing up or even if you just had like a little bit of knowledge but not like fully Mm -hmm. then the experts are going to see through that exactly yeah so this mummy hoax began to unravel after subsequent subsequent testing ct scans revealed that the mummy belonged to an adult woman who was about four feet seven inches tall and was older than 21 years old when she died the scans also showed that all of her internal organs had been removed and her abdominal cavity had been filled with a powdery substance. 
Hmm. An autopsy exposed that the cause of death was a broken neck caused by blunt force trauma to the cervical vertebrae. But a forensic pathologist could not determine if the woman's neck had been broken deliberately. That's so crazy that you, like, whoever did this it not only killed someone, or maybe found someone, I don't know how, and then tried to, like, make money off of it. Well, and that's hard to determine because if you push someone off of something and they break their neck, it could look like an accident. Yeah. That's crazy. Weird. But even then, whoever found the body or did that with the body. Like, you know, like, even if you weren't the one that killed her and you found the body and thought, let me make this into a mummy and sell it for that's $11 a, million. That's dollars. an interesting, yeah, thought, first thought of finding a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> and that, ha- that seems like you're just trying to cover, like the person who murdered her. Is trying to cover it up, right? Right. And then left it and then someone else found it and yeah, thought it Yeah, just legit. to be like, oh, they're going to think... I'm actually surprised more people don't try to do that because, oh gosh, well, because you think about it, if someone knows what they're doing, you wouldn't necessarily, I mean, you're going to have experts looking at everything, Mm -hmm. but you wouldn't necessarily like question it. Yeah. If you found something like that, just like out. If everything was done properly, you would be like, whoa, that's crazy. Which is what happened in the beginning. Wow. So chemical analysis indicated her body and hair had been bleached and her abdomen had been filled with modern drying agents like bicarbonate of soda and sodium chloride. The results of carbon dating on bone and tissue revealed that the remains belonged to a woman who had died in 1996. Wow. Investigators believe that the perpetrators of this fraud obtained a fresh corpse from grave robbers who looted a burial from the area, from the area between Pakistan and Iran. So... It was someone that literally like digged up a bo- d- dug up a body. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, right. Yeah, just to do this. <laughs> oh gosh. The forgers then removed the corpse's internal organs and covered the body with chemicals to dry the body over the. So course they're of saying months. the people who tried to sell it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. then that's why, because you're trying to make money. Yeah. This was an intricate forgery that took months to execute and had to involve scholars and someone familiar with anatomy. The evidence of the broken neck caused Pakistani police to open a murder investigation for which they re-interrogated the middlemen involved with the black market sale. They hoped to identify the women in her murder, but so far this remains a cold case. So middlemen, so people did this, and there's a lot of people involved. Yeah. So you have I mean, they people had who to know have. about anatomy, scholars. You have the people actually trying to sell it on the black market, but yeah. there's other people that actually facilitated yeah. are kind because of Because the middlemen, it. why would they be involved unless they're... They're getting a pay cut or something. Exactly. So it's like. But they're not the main people. Mm -mm. No, because the main people wouldn't be dumb enough to. Clearly, they didn't tell who they were working for. Yeah. Or else they would have found out. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? But that's like, I mean, as far as schemes go, obviously, it's disrespectful to Mm -hmm. take a body out. But if you didn't murder them, like, that's a very clever scheme. That it like is. takes a lot of moving parts, but if you yeah, did they said that, it would have taken months to like you know yeah figure it out, and like people that knew what they were doing. I feel like they could have easily, if they had done proper research and just a little bit extra effort, they could have pulled it off. Probably, that's crazy though. It makes you wonder what we think is real. That's well, I think with something like that big though, like they probably will have like scientists and stuff like really like because they looked into like bone density and you can tell when a person was like around you know what i mean you can 
uh, it would just, yeah. it would just be, if I just they finished, um, Oh shoot. I forgot the name of it. It's something like murder of the Mormons. Oh, I saw that on Netflix. Yes. It's but Netflix. I it. Um, and it, it's, it's interesting what hmm. you can get away with. And they had like FBI, they had like trained people looking at stuff and missing stuff. Oh shoot. And like, getting fooled basically so then yeah this can definitely happen i need to watch that yeah it's it's good it's a it's a little bit slower at points but it's Mm. very intriguing Hmm. just depends on what you're into i like anything like that though yeah well um oh i brought to the table that means okay so let's see the 17 28 hey guys i'm jan (laughs) um so what i found has nothing to do with your stories (laughs) i'm just kidding um so, 1728, mm-hmm. uh, George Frederick Handel's opera, Sororidae Persia. Okay. <laughs> it looks so out of it. Premiered in London. <laughs> okay, that gives that's, me no context. That's what happened that oh, year. Oh, nice. His opera premiered. Nice. And then... Uh, 1965 is when Disneyland opened. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to find when... Oh, Walt Disney World was 1971. That's not that old. It's not that old. But they definitely, I feel like, could get away with more sketchy stuff back then. Than That's kind of scary now. now that I like to go on that ride mm-hmm. now to know that. Yep, the skeletons are Spooky. actual dead people. Yikes. Now, okay, this could be people that have donated their bodies to science and yeah. your skeletons are kind of being sold to... Because, you, you know, schools used to, like, for science classes, they used to use real skeletons. For what? You know how the science like class would have, like... It? Yeah, they would have, like, the skeletons in the corners. Oh, or whatever. heck mm-hmm. no. That was actual <gasps> skeletons. Heck no. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, but, thank God. That's terrifying. Yeah, I mean... all right well this was this this was this and next week is going to be so much better so join us oh don't promise that i mean there's only up from here (laughs) email us shot at crime at gmail.com if you've made it this far if you email us what will we do for people oh um i mean i said to read i would read out of my journal i've promised a lot here I'll name I'll name uh, my firstborn child after whoever the first person that emails us. Oh my! That might be it. That might get us an email. <laughs> let's see. We'll find out. And your husband, if someone made it this far, because your be husband um, may not be on board with that one, but <laughs> I I love the concept. I I don't know how you would explain that to people if someone had a horrible name and you're just like, mm. I had to. <laughs> I lost a bet is yes. what you could say. Yeah, but I'll do that. Yeah, email us. Um, Ash will have a story for us next week. Yes, if I make it till then. Oh. <laughs> well. It's been a long week. That's that. <laughs> See if we make it till next week is the premise. Yep. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. I, it's just, it's been a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, got a blast. <laughs>